0: hey everybody dave hodges here common sense show glad you could stay with us into our guest segment we are the show that is freeing america one enslaved mind at a time and we're going to be joined by bob griswold and we've had some stunning stunning events in the last 24 hours in america stuff i never would have believed have you got to remember i've been doing this since 2003 and i never would have thought we would see what we're seeing we're going to go to bob here in just a minute but we got to pay a few bills in this segment and the bills are well paid bills and here's what i mean if you're not taking food preparation seriously and i hate to be so blunt you are putting your family in jeopardy putting yourself in jeopardy you need to make food acquisition a daily part of your life whether you're going to the store or you're ordering storable food from us you need to take care of business now because the way they're lighting this up with closing the meat packing plants they're going to use food as a weapon against you and it's only a matter of time and history is filled with examples like this so I would encourage you go to MPS and how do you get there well you go to preparewithdave.com and it's 25 year shelf life on the food restaurant quality tastes great lots of diversity of food that's preparewithdave.com they have a hundred dollars off on the four week emergency pack and we got people that are buying 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 of these packs because the price is so darn good right now That's preparewithdave.com. And again, I always say this, if you have food, and Bob Griswold says this too, you have to have the water, and we got a good water filtration system, really one of the best. The Aquapure Pro water filter, the research is at waterwithdave.com. It'll compare this product to the other products like it, and you're gonna see, wow, this is a good product. And they're offering it 40% off. So if you see standing water, and your water is not accessible in your home, and you go, gee, can I drink that? Well, maybe not. But if you have this water filter, you'll be able to drink it. This is a lifesaver. 40% off, waterwithdave.com, and the food is preparewithdave.com. And now we have Bob Griswold with Dave. And, and Bob, I mean this. I've been doing this now 17 years. I've been broadcasting on a radio show for 13 years. And, and I have to say, Bob, I never would have told you that this was going to happen. And I'm a veteran at this.
1: Dave... You know i would just say this none are more hopelessly enslaved than those who falsely believe they are free Hmm. famous quote um and today in america you know we are finally waking up to the fact that we are not free that all that they all that the liberals and democrats have done is a systematic approach towards enslaving us from the debt from the from the false pandemics from from all this that they've done and now we see this latest thing that they've done was burning down our cities we are on the precipice dave of something that i tell you that history rarely sees this is the fall of western civilization this is the fall of the roman empire and and i don't know if it can be turned back but if it can be turned back if we can if we can buy more years from it um, every every American that has a conscience and a voice towards the decent is going to have to put themselves on the soapbox at this time and start and start you know taking it back individually. All politics is local. If you want to save your country at this point, if you want to save yourself from being enslaved in the worst possible way, I will tell you, we look back on history and we say Mao Zedong, Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, Pol Pot, Idi Amin. They all were horrible, horrible tyrants, but the tyrants that will be coming because of the technology that will be given to them will make those other people look like they were in first grade yes. that the, the tyranny that is coming will so overwhelm the senses of men that uh, I, I can tell you we're going to watch um, i'm going to say it we're going to watch the suicide rate go up, people will not be able to deal with it. That those that have been pampered, those that have lived their their fine life, that, that don't have you know, the cares of what's going on, it's gonna affect every single American. These people in play right now, they've been in play a long time, but they've gained the boldness now. They have one goal in mind, and that's to end the United States, to end your freedom, to end the Constitution, to end the Bill of Rights, and to enslave you, and and to exploit you any way they can for their own benefit. That is where we're at, and I can't say it any more succinctly. You know, Dave, it, it's been too long. People like you or Steve or Doug Hagman, you know, have have carried the torch of it. Uh, even you know, even some of the people. I mean, you know, Tucker Carlson, you know, those guys that that expose this stuff. They're just too far and few between. And Americans, we just sit there and listen to it and hear it, and we don't. We and we might. Do something as far as preparation for our own family, but we need to take a stand right now because if you need your preparations and you need them, which I think there's a very good chance you will, it's going to be a very dark world that you'll be living in that you need them in. So we, at this point, we really need to want really pray, ask God that He gives us a spirit of mercy. It just grieves my heart, Dave, to see church after church after church falling into the social gospel. You know, Jesus lived. And one of the most horrific times, we, I could buy people. I mean, you could openly buy sex slaves. They had sex temples everywhere. You could do anything you wanted, pretty much, if with the ownership of people, you could kill people if you owned them. I mean, it was it was. If you talk about social injustice, the Roman Empire had social injustice. Jesus did not address that. He addressed the souls of men. You know, um, I don't know the eternal destiny of this, George. Um, Floyd guy I don't know his destiny but you know there's be millions of people like him on judgment day that they might have been extolled in this world you might have been had the most accolades at your death but they will stand before the judgment seat of God and they will be condemned that's what the gospel is the gospel does not talk about social justice the way they're talking about it if you get the hearts of men right if you get sin right skin color doesn't matter if you get the hearts of men where they love their brothers because the Holy Spirit entwells them, all of a sudden the whole dynamic changes. But the communists can't have that. That's why they don't that's why they don't want to open these churches again. That's why they want to keep them closed because they know the gospel of Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit, the empowerment of men and women that have been filled with God's Word and filled with the Holy Spirit going out and proclaiming repentance. And, and that God's judgment is at hand, that is the worst thing they could have. It, absolutely. They, they fear that more than anything. And so what do we see? That the churches have been compromised. All these social justice minister gospel preachers that have really – I mean, it's just sickening to watch them. They're groveling before the people that will kill them one day. I'll be nice. I'll play your game, and, and, the, and, the, and the guy that, that they're doing it to is thinking, "Well, yeah, you go along. You're a useful idiot. That's what they call him in the Soviet Union." And uh, one day, we're just going to take you out and kill you once you've served your purpose. And they don't realize this. I mean, the people that that are, that are just, just genuflecting before this whole movement of just absurdity—they're going to be once their usefulness is over with, they'll, they'll be done away with. That's the last – the last people they want are the revolutionaries. That's why they kill them all when the revolution is fully matured because they don't want people to say, well, this isn't what you promised. This isn't what you said you were going to do. We were, going to, we were going to all sing around, sit around the campfire and sing kumbaya, and we were going to all share equally. And when that happens and those people realize they've been betrayed, the, the people out there burning and looting and destroying, those are the first people that this global empire will kill. They'll murder them. Just get rid of them because they don't want them. And so, you know, we are at this precipice in this country, and like you said, it never, in and in, in have I seen it? And I don't think in any time in the last 500 years in, in Western civilization have we faced a crisis like we're facing today. Um, you know, I was just I was just reading this from some Green Beret, um Green Berets, It's on a Green Bray forum. It says, um, Is the United States a a target of unconventional warfare? In previous blog posts, I have discussed the Russians at length. Russia is conducting long-term strategic fourth-generation warfare. They clearly recognize how to fight asymmetrically while utilizing... All national power at their disposal. The Russians have understood how to synchronize political, economic, and kinetic operations into one cohesive system of warfare. The fracturing and assimilation of the Crimea and Eastern Ukraine is a clear warning. They know how to execute with a high probability of success. The question is, can they do this kind of operation here in the United States? Not only is the answer yes, but they are very well. They have a very well developed target. We are possibly the risk of being the victim of the greatest unconventional warfare campaign. In history. That's, oh. that's on a Greenberry forum.
0: Well, you've got it nailed and you start looking at the current events. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, I mean, I, I think we should probably go to Seattle. Six square city blocks in Seattle have been taken over. The police have abandoned their precinct and no one's doing anything about it. Where's Trump? That's the big question. But, but Do you see their demands, Bob? They want all the criminals let loose They want vegan food, they want uh, rent controls, and they want the police gun. I I mean, I feel like I'm watching um, Mad Magazine. I'm reading Mad Magazine and I'm 10 years old.
1: Well, it's definitely the theater of the absurd. I mean, these people have no idea. They've never lived. They've never worked in the real life. They've never had to deal with reality. Um, and, and so, what their what their demands are, they've not, nobody's ever thought it through completely. Because, you know, they, they you know what we said before the program. Nature abhors a vacuum. Once they disband the police, who's going to call somebody if your child is molested? Who's going to call somebody if somebody robs your store? Who's going to, who are they going to call if somebody murders somebody? See, the thing is, that, that what's going to happen is you're going to have a warlord of some sort uh, evolve. And and you think the, the police are bad. And, and you know, I, I would say the vast majority of police are not bad guys. No vast majority of police are trying to do a good job there's there are bad apples in them and in the police department those you know the racist or the power hungry guys and and they're they're a problem and they need to weed those guys out but if you think the police are bad now wait till the warlord comes and in that community they develop a warlord they will be begging for the police to come back in and, and bring law and order because with the warlord the warlord gets whatever he wants Whatever he demands of you, you get if you don't give it to him, your life is forfeited. everything you have is forfeited it's It, it is a when a, when the warlord takes over it's a system of threats and rewards. If you do his bidding, if you go out and do this, we'll give you that. If you don't do what we tell you, we are going to come and, and hurt you badly and take everything you have that's what that's what we see what's going on right now, so you abolish the police only to replace it and see the 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 useful idiots. They're going along thinking, well, you know, everybody's going to get along. This is going to be a beautiful experiment, and everything's going to work fine. And this is happening all around the country. And not only are they disbanding police, I mean, you know, we see this uh, police being killed, murdered, federal officers murdered in cold blood. Uh, that I think of that Las Vegas uh, uh, police officer that somebody just walked up right behind him and shot him in the back of the head. I saw a police officer being drugged. Um, I mean, and, and again you know this is the spirit of lawlessness that I want to bring it back into the spiritual realm this is the spirit of lawlessness that the Bible talks about that will precede the Antichrist this whole and it's not only in the United States Dave. this is a global movement of lawlessness we have where everybody is violating the laws of God we're violating the laws concerning marriage we're violating the laws concerning raising our children education every way Every way we can violate God's law is being violated. And you know, when any dignitary and – and I'm going to use that word because I'm, the dignitary I'm talking about is Lucifer, but he's, he's, a, he's an unwelcome dignitary or an evil dignitary. Um, whenever a dignitary is coming to make a presence on, on the scene, there's, there, there, his troops go before him to set up the whole scene so when he comes, you know everything's in place. That's what we see going on right now. His troops are out in front of him, setting the scene for this lawless one to to finally reveal himself. And that is going to be the world's worst time. We see everything gearing up to see that when the lawless one does show up, this antichrist, all the systems will be in place to make you have to worship him. The food shortages, Dave. The, the banking crisis they're going to have to get away with paper money so they can do it digitally and once it goes digital then the mark of the beast is there i mean we effectively live in a cashless society today i mean you people don't have access to cash very easily i mean you, you get paid with a check you get your social security deposited everything you do is electronic i mean granted that means doesn't mean you can't pay your neighbor in cash and things of that nature there's that there's an underground economy but 99% of the economy is already controlled through electronics so the food system will be controlled. The um, All the utilities will be controlled. We've seen that with these these um, smart meters. Everything will be put in place for this lawless one to come. And then if you don't play the Juntas or the Warlord, the Antichrist game, as we're going to see in this little microcosm in Seattle, all of a sudden you're going to get hammered and hammered hard. And so, you know, right now, people, I mean, Dave, it is way past the hour to prepare. I mean, it's it's running away when you it's standing on the beach and watching the water go out, and all of a sudden you start seeing a, a big tidal wave coming your way and trying to run away from it. yeah, you might better get into a car and get away, but it, it, it that's where we're at. The time for preparation is closing extremely rapidly um gun control well, I want to
0: ask you a question why is antifa Sorry. demanding? The release of dangerous felons,
1: because they want them on the street. Why? See, again, it's the spirit of Antichrist, Dave. It's the spirit. I mean, Lucifer's Lucifer's primary goal is the destruction of the human. Of humans and and so it, it, as much lawlessness because that's what he's called as the lawless one as much lawlessness as he can create because what it does is it breaks down normal society it breaks down the norms it breaks down the rule of law when you just have these people going out and then what happens is you're going to have a you know we're going to take you get to push us so far and then you're going to have a violent response from the people who are being victimized and then you have an all out bloody civil war and that's what they want. They want this. So, Dave, what are they going to do? The blue? What is, if I say blue, what does that remind you of? Yeah. They're going to bring in the UN. That's what they want. because once And people will clamor for it at that time. Because we don't want any more violence. We're tired of this. We just want peace. Okay, yeah, peace. But peace at a very, very costly price. Your freedom. Everything you will do at that point, you will have lost all your freedom. Your freedom of speech. Your freedom of association, your freedom of worship, your freedom to own firearms, all that will be gone. Your freedom against reason, unreasonable search and seizure, all of that will be gone. That's where it's headed, because they want to generate this spirit of lawlessness, and when it happens, and the Antichrist UN, all these Antichrist global entities are going to come in and take over, and then you're going to see, in my prediction, the man of sin revealed, and who the Bible has talked about for 2000, actually and all the way back to Daniel and before uh, You know thousands of years You're going to see this happen And right now I just want to give The spiritual alert out to people You know Dave I'm going to say get your heart right With God because your life is not Guaranteed I mean this George Floyd I, I, I again I don't Want to address his spiritual condition but Whatever his spiritual condition is It's, it's decided Wherever when he died In and out of grace I don't know he he has died, and it can happen to any of us that rapidly. I mean, I just one of my son's friends was in a bad accident yesterday, in a car accident. Now he didn't die, but he got hurt. But I just said, you see the, the the frailty of life. And right now, as we see these forces of darkness come on the planet, I just I plead with people to get your heart right with the Lord Jesus Christ. He's there, willing to forgive. He, it doesn't matter how messed up you've made your life. It doesn't matter how deep the, the, the pit is that you're in. If you cry out to him, he'll rescue you. And he, the the promises to those who call out to him for salvation are beyond anything we can even imagine. I hath not seen nor ear heard nor to entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that kill love him. That's what's and I read the book of Revelation. And I see how we're giving a new body that and, uh, and will not experience death, destruction, pain, suffering any of the things that we have this former world we passed away that's that's what i look forward to because i i might Dave, you and i put doing this radio program it puts us at i mean we're just painting a target on ourselves yes but but at the end of the day we stand before the one who says well done thou good and faithful servant enter into the joy of thy god and for all eternity that's what we we experience for all eternity we experience that the man who dies outside of grace the woman who dies outside of grace is cast into the lake of fire uh doesn't sound like a you know a good vacation for me cuz the vacation is for eternity and that's your that's your fate for eternity. And so, as we see these forces, there's a there's a there's a spiritual application to it, and we can see what's happening in the natural. What's happening in the natural? There's always those spiritual forces driving it. What's happening in the natural? Or the direct action elements? What's happening in the spiritual? Of the and, and the entities that are driving this movement. And you ask why? Because they hate humanity. They hate the seed of Adam. That's the whole transhumanism. That's the abortion. That's the all the perversion with, with surrounding marriage, all those things are designed to break the, the seed of Adam, so that, that we die off on this planet and they kill us. Mike's talked about this, that they're terrifying the planet to kill us. I mean, the food is designed to kill us. The medicine is designed to kill us. They want to vaccinate us and put dead baby dead baby DNA in and mercury and formaldehyde and we don't even know what else is, is in these vaccines that they want to inject in our body that, that have the capability of altering our DNA. You know, Salvation is for the human genome. It's for the human. It's not for some mutant chimera genetically modified person. It's not. And so, you know, we have to be very careful with what we allow. But again, in the natural, we see, have they bankrupted our nation? I'm on drudge right now. Uh, Drudge report, which I, I yeah I take with a grain of salt at times. I mean, because he has some good stuff and some bad stuff. But the leading headline: federal debt tops 26 trillion. I remember when Ron Paul uh, said that once it goes past 25 trillion, it's over with. It's over. That's what he said. 25 trillion, it's over with. Um, and you're gonna see this debt is going to get because to keep the economy going, the debt now. You remember, was it? Uh, it went took 200 years to get to four trillion. And then in Obama, it went to 16 trillion, 20 trillion, and now it's at 26 trillion. Well, in the next four years, it'll probably be at 30, 40, 50 trillion. They're going to have to keep dumping it, and eventually, the world's going to say, "Well, your money's worthless. We don't want it, and we're going to break away from um, uh, the, the deal Nixon signed. What was it, uh, Dave? Just a Wood, Brentwood. Brentwood? Yeah. Oh, the Brentwood conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the dollar was reserve mm-hmm. currency. Currency. The world's going to break away from that. When it does. My oh my! It's already uh, happening. My oh my!
0: The, yeah. brick, the bricks are already seeing that uh, less people are using the dollars. And, how currency. much? How
1: much? I'm going, tell, I'm going to tell this to people. How much would it cost for someone to buy, say, four months' worth of your food? Well, it depends what they're buying. <laughs> the, they're, the, say, an average, an average package right now, what would it cost for four months?
0: A couple hundred dollars.
1: Okay, I predict that in two years from now, that couple hundred dollars will be three or four thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and Dave, I remember when I first started prepping, gold was $250 an ounce. That was 20 years ago. Two hundred. Now it's at $1,800 an ounce. That doesn't mean gold has become more valuable. It just means it takes a lot more little green pieces of paper to buy it. Well, we're seeing that right now, this food inflation, because the, all the meat is gone, um, you, you, I mean, I was in the grocery store today and I was noticing things that weren't there. I, I try to do recon every time I go to a grocery store, look. And um, I, I'm telling you that food supply, yeah, tenfold is what I guess, tenfold of what it cost in a couple of years.
0: And, if if know, we're lucky, you know, if you yeah. look at what happened with the Germans and the collapse of the their, their money, uh, tenfold would have been a gift. You know, I have German relatives, and they were telling me when I was young, they used to go in and uh, close their shops uh, before noon, and they'd have to readjust the prices at noon. And then exactly. they would take a mid-afternoon break and do the same thing. That's how bad the inflation was.
1: I, I remember a story, and I don't know if it's urban legend or not, but the story in Germany was that somebody saw a wheelbarrow load of money, and they dumped the money on the street to steal the wheelbarrow. Um I mean, you know, because the money was worthless. I, I, I was in Ankara when, when you know, I, I think I still have a $50 trillion, of whatever were, I forgot their currency name, but a $50 trillion note, uh, a $50 million note, excuse me. Uh, Zimbabwe, I mean, they had trillion dollar notes. Uh, it just becomes because all of a sudden people realize it's nothing. And so if you want to buy a loaf of bread, people don't want that paper. They don't want it at all. They want gold. They want something of equal value, and that paper is not of equal value. And so, I mean, eventually, either either the government will have to start printing back $500 and $1,000 bills, or they're going to have to do away with cash completely and just make it all digital. And that's what I predict it's going. I mean, you know, money's dirty. Money can be used um, – paper money can be used to do, run an underground economy. Uh, and they don't want any of that. They want everything they control. And that's where it's at. That's why, Dave, it's so important today – today – i will say this if you hear his voice don't wait um because that food you know once it becomes once the currency goes full digital well you've had your ration for the month you can't buy this you've already bought your four pounds of hamburger for the month that's all you get i mean and dave Dave, i promise you that's where it's headed so i mean now is the day you do it while you still can because it's rapidly coming upon us. I don't know how much longer, but I'm telling you what, my prediction would be less than two years. Uh, I don't
0: don't think we're getting out of the summer.
1: I, I, I agree with you, I agree with you. I'm being very generous right now. Even Glenn Beck just came out and said, if Donald Trump loses this election, America as we know it is over. That's what he just said.
0: I don't see any way that Trump can win. Unfortunately, I felt compelled to write an article recently 15 reasons I saw why that. you yes. know that Trump has been overthrown. And he was a ball of fire up until March 13th of this year, and then the National Declaration of Emergency came in, and he hasn't been the same since. I mean, look at right now. You've got Antifa occupying Seattle. Trump should immediately federalize the National Guard and go in there with tanks.
1: Yeah, or just go in there with troops. I mean, these people are basically cowards at heart. I mean when they face real men they they would they would they would fold they they would run I mean that's that's what would happen if they faced hardened battle-hardened men that have that have tasted the uh, the dogs of war and they went in there um these people would fold at least on that level now they go regroup somewhere else That's 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 the difficulty of fighting an insurgency. Once an insurgency, you know, insurgencies are kind of unique ways to fight wars. You know, for for the most of the time, an insurgency is being an insurgency. People don't even take it seriously. I mean, we've had an insurgency going on in this country since the 60s. The hippie, the hippie generation, the yippie generation—all those—they infiltrated government. They started bringing in their communist ideals. All that came in, and you know, because America was still perceived to be the, the land of the free and home of the brave, we didn't take it seriously. The old, when an insurgency is taken seriously, it's generally too late, because as my as my uh, good Green buddy says, they have their urban guerrillas in place. They have established their underground and auxiliary networks. And so they've already done that, and I can—they've they, done this, and and so the, the whole United States. I mean, just look at look at the, the you know the the, the 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 cream of the crop right now. The news media completely sold out. I mean, you still got a Tucker Carlson here or there, but completely sold out to the left, full full-fledged communist education. And, and you know, I just harp on this all the time. People want to know. Well, well, look at all these young people. How did they get that? Well, they learned it in, in, in school. The schools have been completely co-opted yes. by the communist. Um, religion, you, you, religious, to churches, the 501c3. You watch them absolutely just, you know, becoming state-run. I mean, they puppet the state. That's what they do. Bow down and serve the state. And and, you know, when they're bowing down and doing all this stuff, it's basically what they're bowing down to is the state, because that's what the state is dictating you do. I only bow down to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's who I bow down to. Do
0: you know, I just did a a... a podcast called that. Yeah. I just did a podcast Um, on that. Exactly. We're talking, I mean, can you believe, I mean, look, do I feel bad about what happened to George Floyd? That's a horrendous event, but... I will lick no one's boots. I will bend before no one. Shoot me on my feet, because I ain't not bending over to lick your boots. I can't believe people did that. I don't know if you saw that video. on.
1: I saw that. To me, it was nauseating. It's totally nauseating. And and the people they're licking the boots to, they're thinking, one day I'm gonna kill you. I mean, that's what's happening. I mean, it's just gonna, that's the way it's going to be. You cannot appease evil. And that's what they think they can do. They think they can appease evil, and they're not going to do it. And, and is everyone evil that's on the left? Well, <laughs> you can make an argument about it because I would say they lean evil. You, you're not going to appease them. Absolutely not. I mean, Neville Chamberlain. We, are, we have terminal Neville Chamberlain disease, and if you don't know who he is, that was the English prime minister who came, went to Hitler, and Hitler signed that worthless piece of paper, and he came back, peace in our time. You think you can appease a tyrant. You think you can appease the deep state. You think you can appease those people that are violent and vicious, and you cannot do it. They're going to, One day, just like Hitler did, they're going to turn on you, and they're going to kill you. And, and so that's that's where it's at, Dave. Again, solutions. Uh, get, again, keep the keep your order short with God. If you ha- if there's sin in your life, deal with it. He's more than willing to forgive you. He's he's he he, he is. You know, he, he when the prodigal son left, took took his the fortune from the family. The father gave it to him. Took all that money and went and spent it on prostitutes and riotous living. I mean, and then when he was broke and dead broke, he was having to live in a pig pen and eat the stuff they were feeding pigs. He came to his senses and said, I'm going to go back to my father's house. And I'm not going to even ask my father to be his son again. I'm just going to be, I'll be one of your hired servants. And the the father saw him from afar off. And it was almost like the father was looking for him to come back. And he ran up and embraced him and and washed him and gave him a new robe and, and, and threw a great banquet for him because the son that I had lost has now been found. And I, I tell you, Dave, I just sense there's people listening to this right now that need to hear that.
0: Yeah, they do. Um,
1: yeah, they need to hear it. No matter how deep the pit you think you've dug, no matter how vile the, the, the stench you've surrounded yourself with, the Father is looking for you and he'll call you by name and, and wash you and give you a nice, uh, uh, clean clothes spiritually. And he'll bring you in and give you a banquet in, in, in your honor. Because he wants to have you come back. So that's the first and foremost thing we do. And the second thing we do, Dave, right now, again, the door is closing. It's closing rapidly. I tell people right now, I don't know how much longer I'll be able to sell night vision. I don't know how much longer because the tyrants always attack radio, they always attack it. You know, you turn in your radios. And again, you know, even the ones that you can't transmit on, they don't want you hearing alternate. What alternate newscast from around the world or whatever they don't want you you hearing them. and the government can't tell you're listening they only tell when you're talking, I mean those things right now, uh, I just I just see it happen day by day. Dave, pressure cookers was uh, I'll just say they're made in Wisconsin, they're a very very good pressure cooker, okay. The company told me they were fourteen thousand back ordered. Wow. <laughs> fourteen thousand. How long in
0: time is that?
1: They say they can get it out in 30 days if all the parts come in. Um, I'm hoping they're right. But one thing, if if they don't have the little handles that go on the side, if somebody doesn't make the little needle that goes in the pressure gauge, any of those things could stop that from happening. That's how complicated the supply chain is. We've talked about this so many times. I mean, with food, all you have to have is don't get the tin for the cans, the paper, the ink, whatever. You, you You don't get it? It doesn't happen. And we see the left is systematically destroying the supply chain, the agriculture, because it's one of the – remember, we've talked about the critical infrastructure. It's one of the elements of critical infrastructure, so they want to destroy the availability of Americans to have food. And so anything they can do to throw a monkey in the wrench that that makes food, they're going to do it. So if it's meat, it'll be whatever. I just saw a program that the leftists are now targeting beef farms – they're targeting them. Well, Steve, that's Steve Boyle, because they've to closed
0: to... down the meat packing plants. Look at the pattern. Right. They want to take meat away from us and use it as a weapon.
1: And, and so they were telling the farmers that 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 that, 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 that these leftist groups have, have the exact GPS locations. I'll send you the article, Dave, of all these beef farms around the country, beef, pig, chickens around the country. And they told them to be on alert because the, the people coming to steal them, and the leftists are going to come and steal the, the beef. You know, cattle rustling back. You know, it'll, it'll come back again, and you know. So they they told these farmers to be careful because you know if you get in the way, they're going to try to kill you. They they were suggesting maybe being armed, but um, to be to, to watch this because every element we see in the in the production of food, the production of communication, the production of electricity, the production of water is being attacked right now, and there, and you can't even you can't even begin to deny it. It's there.
0: Wow, so, it, it, it is, it is stunning. When I uh, I I was out and about running some errands today, and Paul Martin contacted me about Seattle. I, I, I said,
1: saw that article.
0: I, did. I, I said, Paul, you are kidding. I, I I didn't believe him. I I can't believe that a terrorist organization is being allowed to hold on to part of a city in America. <laughs>
1: Well, get used to it, because unless we, as the people of the United States, stand up and and, and, and we gain, you know, I I have a a two-book series. It's called Political Sermons of the Founding Era. I I recommend all Christian people and conservatives get it and read these sermons. These were not, you know, have-your-best-day-now sermons. These were not social justice sermons. These were preaching against the evils of tyranny. And 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 to embolden the American people at that time, before they were actually you know U.S. citizens, they were still subjects of the crown, to resist the tyranny that is going on. Excellent series, two book series, uh, political Sermons of the founding era. Um, we need men and, men and women of God saying those things today, encouraging and in, 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 you know just emboldening and, and empowering their sheep to say, no, we're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to go along with this anymore. Because if we don't, Dave, dark, dark days are ahead. You know, the, the, the person I know the longest that has been doing this is Steve Quayle. I've never known. I, he's, yeah. he's the longest one I know that has been preaching this message to people. And people have said, well, Quayle, you say all this stuff all the time and none of it ever comes to pass. Well, I can tell you I've known Steve since 1992, and everything he has said has come to pass. Everything, every, any major thing he's ever talked about um, has come to pass. And now we're at the we're at the the door of the great abyss, and um, you know people aren't laughing anymore. Uh, Americans are genuinely scared. I saw that uh, there was a poll: 80% of Americans think that the United States is out of control. I mean, yeah, I saw you know, that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and 80, 85% of America doesn't want the police defunded or obliterated, yet it's not stopping. But here's the problem. We could make it stop, Bob. Now I'm going to step aside now and ask you what I've been asking a lot of guests of recent time. Do you think there's any way we get out of this without a civil war? Because if Trump wins, you know they're not going to stop on the other side. And if we lose, they're coming for us, so that'll promote conflict. Do you think we're getting out of this without a civil war? I
1: I think we're in a civil war.
0: Well, I mean, mean, you know what I mean. A kinetic
1: civil war. You're talking about a kinetic civil war. I'm talking Um, full-blown. I, no. I mean, I, I pray to God I'm wrong. And that's what um that's what my Green Beret f- friend said. I hope I am wrong. Um, I hope I am wrong. Next phase. This is what he said. Next phase. They have caches of weapons and explosives.
0: Yes, and we're going to go to mass casualty events. I interviewed John Guandolo yesterday. He helped start the uh, anti-terrorism unit for the FBI. He consults with leaders in this country and internationally on terrorism and he said exactly what you just said and you know where he laid the blame? Talk about not caring about being politically correct John said this is a combination of Muslim Brotherhood terrorism supported by the Democratic Party along with the Communist Party and they're working in conjunction and using groups like Antifa and Black Lives Matter
1: and keep in mind those groups have been well armed more than our ar-15 well, he
0: said yeah mass casualty events are next after this
1: yes and assassinations yes absolutely. you'll start to no, see assassinations no. um of, of those who won't go along um and, and you know we've already saw one but scalia didn't go along i mean he didn't go along with the party so what happened to him he you know a pillow suffocated him hmm. amazing that
0: i know yeah I, what do you say i mean Uh, Here I have an FBI expert, retired now, but is a consultant and speaks to high-level defense Oh, he's a good
1: guy. I know who he is. I listen to him all the time.
0: Yeah. And John's saying to me, Muslim Brotherhood, American Communist Party. And then I asked him another question, and and I was really surprised by his answer. I, I said, I happen to know Muslims who seem to be outside this paradigm. They just live their life, go to work, don't bother anybody, they're friendly. And he said, if they're true Muslims, these belief systems of Sharia to kill all Christians is part of the mainstream religion.
1: Now, you made an excellent point there, Dave. When these juntas or warlords take over these cities, who do you think their primary enemy is going to be? Mm-hmm. They, they don't let, I mean, you can go right in the streets, but you can't go to church. Yeah, exactly. You can go to a liquor bar, but you can't go to church.
0: Yeah, you saw that with the Michigan governor, uh, Whitmer. Uh, Stay in your place, people. Stay in your homes. And she's out marching side by side with Black Lives Matter, violating social distancing.
1: Yeah, see, it has nothing to do with the virus. It has everything to do with putting restrictions on those that they fear politically. Christians, conservatives, patriots, that's what it's all geared towards. It has nothing to do with the virus. I mean, again, I ask the question: If I can murder a postborn baby and you know dissect it and sell its body parts, there, there's nothing, there's nothing this side of hell I won't do. I mean, I'll do the most despicable, evil, wicked things because that is the most despicable, evil, wicked thing you can do. Um, so, they, their goal is that they are, they are trying to isolate us as Christians and conservatives and patriots. They don't want us getting together. They don't want us being able to talk and to organize that's what they do that's that's what they they're very well organized they've got their you know wired tightly if you know what i'm saying yeah I'm missing i do more there um they've got it wired tightly and us oh you can't go to church well we'll be play good little boys and not go to church good little boys and girls not go to church we, we won't have our meetings we won't have our political rallies because we have to be good little obedient sheeple no that's what they want. That's the whole goal of this thing is to keep that from happening. And, and just speaking to people, be empowered. If uh, if your pastor does not want to have church, go find another church that does. I mean, yeah, let them feel the heat of the, of the lost revenue of what you bring to that church because right now we need we need the churches to stand up. We need the patriots and the conservative people in this country to stand up and to unite together work together. To bring about, you know, uh, the freedom, the you know, that we can enforce the laws of of the of this country, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, that we can enforce those, that we can honor them. The, the Bill of Rights does not have an exception. And if the state says, well, we we're gonna we're gonna suspend the rights, I mean, think of that. That's what they're doing. Imagine King George saying, well, we know you've written this this Declaration of Independence, but I mean, there was a smallpox epidemic going on then. I don't know if you knew that, but there was a smallpox epidemic going on. So, yeah, but, you know, so George Washington says, well, we're going to have to suspend our revolution until the smallpox re- uh, outbreak is over with. N- he never said. No, they fought it because they knew that, that even, even though they might lose some to smallpox, the, the gift and the blessing of freedom was a far more cherished and prized outcome than what smallpox could do to some people. And it's serious. I mean, it's a serious disease. Most people who get it are disfigured. They have pockmarks all over themselves. I mean, so um, a lot of people don't know that. Just a little side note, that's why people in the Middle Ages wore such heavy makeup, because they were hiding the pockmarks. Um, but I mean, but George Washington didn't suspend the revolution because they were in a smallpox epidemic. No, they fought. Because the gift of freedom, the blessings of liberty, the cherishness of that that we hand to our children... Is so much more valuable, Dave, than anything we could suffer, and we need to realize that and tell the state to go to hell, literally because they are not operating within the law of the land, they have no jurisdiction over that they cannot do it, and we need to we need to stand up and say, no, we're going to have our church meetings, we are going to socialize. And if and if I make the decision to socialize with other people and we get sick, who cares about that? That's them? on us. Uh, you're right. It's on me. And, it's and, on me.
0: And, and, you know, here, let, let me just lay this out here. There was a lady in her name, Erin. Oh, and I forget her last name. I apologize. And I have just did a podcast on her, too. But anyway, what she said, in fact, let me pull this up right here. I may have it right here.
1: David, speaking of that Seattle thing, while you're doing that, there, there's signs that are encompassing this little area that they have. You're now leaving the U.S
0: oh yeah and they're advertising for armed people to come stand with them yes. um her name is aaron olzuski and she was a decorated war veteran in the iraq war and she turned nurse civilian nurse in 2012 and she was at ground zero at the worst places in new york for covid virus and she secretly made videos and i watched all 12 of them today and aaron just kicked their butt fake diagnoses discussions of fake diagnoses because the federal government, they incentivized incentivized fakery and fraud because they're paying $13,000 per COVID diagnosis and $36,000 for a COVID death. And so now they're artificially, again, spiking the numbers, Bob. They're lying out their rear ends so they can impose another lockdown. In fact, when we're done here tonight, I'm doing another podcast called I Will Not Comply. And, and I think I'm going to be in good company.
1: Well, that's what I, I recommend people get those book series. I think you can get them off Amazon, uh, Political Sermons of the Founding Era. And just read a few of them. Actually, one of my ancestors, Griswold, is in there. Um, and, you know, Dave, there was actually one of the sermons preached right before the Revolution, before both houses of Congress uh, called, uh, it was on the second coming of Jesus Christ. Before, mm-hmm. but can you? I mean, where's the separation of church and state there? I mean, they actually preached a sermon in Congress with that name concerning the second coming of Jesus Christ. And and so, you know, you read these sermons, and these men were emboldened. They were telling the people, listen, we need to stand up against evil. You know, and what did Bonhoeffer say? I think it was Bonhoeffer and Nemo, one of them. You know, it, 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 silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Yeah, it is. It
0: is. It is. And you got it right. But it, the thing is is people are sitting around. It's, it, here's what people have. They have what's called bystander apathy. And it's common in large groups where we see something needs to be done, but we don't do anything because we think someone else will do it for us. Bystander apathy. That and day's gone. That day's gone. Coming, gone. Um, listen, they're talking right now that if you fly your flag on June 14th, flag day, that you could get your house firebombed. I mean, this is commonly oh, yeah. going around the net today.
1: Can you imagine what they're going to do on the 4th of July for anybody meeting to to have a celebration, a public celebration on the 4th of July? That will
0: be the first mass casualty event. That's what I'm predicting, and I pray to God, pray to my Savior that I'm wrong, but I see that happening. You know, you talked about assassinations earlier. You said assassinations are going to accompany mass casualty events. Bob, you are so on the money. I was in Yuma, Arizona during the last central american uh, migration and this is when they the agents at the border had to change their clothes because they're being exposed to all kinds of viruses and stuff and i saw a guy in a convenience store in Newman. and i walked up to him and i said i really appreciate your bravery and what you're doing for my country and he said thank you we started talking and i said i'm a talk show host if ever you want to talk to me anonymously here's my card and two weeks later i got a call and then he got his buddy to call me and i've been talking to them ever since and and what they what they are saying is incredible. Child sex trafficking is up at the border by over fifty percent now, since COVID virus. Uh, they're they're capturing as many Chinese nationals crossing the border as anything else. You know what that means for Red Dawn?
1: Yeah, I know what it means.
0: Uh, and and he told me this is back in this time when DHS was totally an Obama uh, uh, organization, and they were capturing MS thirteen. And I said, well, how do you know they're MS thirteen? And he said, Well, they have a teardrop on their face, or teardrops, depending on how many people. Yeah, they're they
1: tattooed up, too.
0: Yeah. And, and, and uh, I said, Well, what did you guys do? He said, We were ordered to put them in a cage. And when we accumulated 8 to 12, we released them into the night. Sometimes there were vans to pick them up, sometimes they just walked down the street.
1: Well, they drove them all around the country, too, but, if you remember. But,
0: yeah, but here, here's the deal, Bob MS 13 are the assassins for the cartels throughout Central America. That's why they're here. And you mentioned assassinations. That came from my border patrol friend.
1: Dave, when I was watching that movie by Craig uh, Sawman Sawyer, um, Contra Land, um, in this country right now, sitting on, in, in, in your state and in other states on the border that have mountain ranges or high hills, you have cartel outlooks. Uh-huh. And we know they're there. We're not doing anything about it. They're there, and they're spotting. They see airplanes, cars, dust trails, down going down the road, and they're reporting it back to their bosses. So the bosses know how to smuggle people in, sex slaves. They know how to smuggle drugs in. They know how to smuggle weapons in. Uh, they know how to do it all because we're allowing we're allowing these people. If you haven't seen the movie Contra Land, watch it. It's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. Craig's a a great Christian man, he, and he's paid the price. I mean, this guy this guy. Just having met and talked to him, I mean, he's the real deal. This is the real deal. Yeah. He's done it and been there, and I mean, even his own daughter was assaulted.
0: I know. I've he, heard they that talk story about too. That. I've heard that story. They talk too. about
1: it in the in, in the in the movie.
0: Bob, we um, have we have two minutes left in this interview. I want it to go on for another hour, but <clears throat> we have two minutes left. You mentioned something about how the government wants to take away communication, and you sell communication at readymaderesources.com. And I want you to take a minute here and talk about the communication and how people can get it. And right now we got a minute 30.
1: Okay. Well, I'm recommending for beginnings, beginners to get the Bofang F8 radio. It's $73. Um, you, there's, you can get an extra battery. You can get a, a longer antenna, which makes it better, and a programming cable for about $130. And then you can buy, with a programming cable, you can download a program called Chirps on the Internet. Chirps like a bird, it's a free and You can program those radios for all your repeaters, everything you know. We have a lot of those in stock. We have other lots of radios. I also recommend strongly getting a shortwave receiver. That way you can listen to news from around the world. And again, Dave, I, I can tell you, uh, I've had so many people call back that have bought Night Vision recently, which is just absolutely flying off the shelves from every vendor. Um, and they, they're going, oh, my gosh. I can't believe how good I can see at night. I don't know if you had a chance to use the one we sent you. We we're,
0: we we're, uh, we're, we're, we set aside Saturday. Uh, you do have to wait. spend a little time putting it together and reading the book and stuff. It's not bad, but uh, we're doing it Saturday. We have been under yeah. horrific strain here. Um, we have a
1: YouTube video showing you how to use yeah, it. It's just, it's just I mean, a front rear door and a few other things. It's it's pretty simple once you yeah, get yeah, used to it. Yeah, I, I but,
0: imagine it will be.
1: But uh, but again, I mean, you, bad bad things happen at night. All they have to do to make your brightly lit neighborhood night is to shoot a transformer. And believe me, they have that in their playbook to turn the power off.
0: Well, they experimented with that in California. Remember that? Yeah, they did. Yeah.
1: So, anyhow, um, people, it's websites, readymaderesources.com, communication. Um, night vision, you know, I'd recommend getting that. I'd recommend also getting some solar, even small solar panels that you can get just about anywhere now because then you can recharge batteries, you can charge the the, the small uh, electronics that you have. I mean, a night vision runs on one AA battery and that'll last about 40 hours. You can get multiples of batteries and so you'll have a lot of use with your night vision and people can't believe it'll run 40 hours on one AA battery and it will.
0: Yeah, we're... uh... Is part of our inventory of advertisers here at the Common Sense Show, we are selling those solar. I think you're selling them, too, as well. So I want to refer people to ReadyMadeResources.com. Bob, what's the, the phone
1: number? 800-627-3809, and I will tell you we're busy, so if, yeah. you, if you call and the phone's busy, just keep calling. You'll I get us. I found that out what? today.
0: Well, my friend, we are up against it. Thank you so much. This was probably the quickest interview we ever did. I blinked and it was over. But thank you for coming on in short notice and sharing your notions about these crises facing our country, Bob. Take care. Well,
1: God bless. And God bless the republic. And I pray for each of the listeners, Dave, that God would just empower them.
0: Yeah, I agree. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Bye-bye.